I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Hello and welcome to the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to visit futureself.com where you can get the one-page Future Self checklist as well as the full Future Self course and other amazing goodies. All of these are free at futureself.com. All you have to do is put your email in. You'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. The author Stephen Covey said, we see the world not as it is, but as we are or as we've been conditioned to see it. None of us see the world the same way. We all have a subjective filter. We all see the world through our own lens. And in psychology, there's a concept known as selective attention. What it means is, is that none of us see the same thing. We're all selectively focusing on what's meaningful and important to us. That's why when you're driving down the road, you may see someone who's driving the same car as you, but you you mentally block out the 500 other cars on the road. If you're in a loud room, you're not going to hear anything but a sea of noise, but you'll hear if someone says your name. That's why we can selectively pay attention to and focus on what matters to us. If you're scrolling through your newsfeed, you're going to notice things that are meaningful and important to you, and you're going to ignore everything else. And so in this video, I'm going to talk about how you can ultimately reprogram your mind and retrain your mind. Because ultimately, what you want to do is you want to train your mind to see only those things that pull you towards your desired future self. You want to stop focusing on and stop paying attention to those things you don't want. Most people, they spend all their time focusing on what they don't want, and they keep recreating that over and over and over again. Well, the way that you get clear on and ultimately redesign your worldview so that you're seeing and selectively attending to what you want is first off, you have to be super clear on what you want. You've got to be very explicit about your goal, very explicit about your future self, and you can't hide it from anyone. You're as sick as your secrets. If you're too afraid to share your goal with someone, then how do you expect that that's going to become your reality? If you're going to eventually get to whatever your goal is, then it can't be hidden for long. So you might as well be super explicit and super clear about it now. Clear goals ultimately help you to focus. If you don't have clear goals, if your goals are too broad, then there's no way for you to focus. You need super clear, super explicit goals, and you need to tell people about what your goals are. When you start telling people about your goals, a few things start happening. One is, is you tap into a concept called the principle of consistency. When you say what you want, we as people, we have this need of being consistent in our behavior, in our words, and in our identity. So when you start telling people about your future self, you're going to now start to feel like you need to be consistent with your words, which is ultimately going to lead to future self actions. It's going to lead you to taking action towards your future self. Now there's a feedback loop between your behavior and your identity. Your actions are shaped by your identity, which is basically how you seem to find yourself, but your actions also shape your identity. So for example, if you want to be a morning person, you want to ultimately have that be your goal, tell people about it. But if you start waking up early, then you're going to start to identify as a morning person. In psychology, they call this self-signaling. Basically, what it means is, is that we rate and we judge ourselves based on our behavior, just like we rate and judge other people. So if you start waking up early, you're going to start to identify as a morning person. If you start investing money into the stock market, you're going to start to identify as someone who invests. And so there's a few things here at play. One is, is you want to be clear and explicit about your goal. You want to be very open and upfront and 
vocal about it. Be honest about it because that creates social accountability. It also creates clarity between you and your environment. People then know what you want versus you hiding what you want. People can then hold you accountable to it and you can ultimately create an environment of accountability. So that's actually another key aspect is you want to create an environment that holds you accountable. Your input shapes your outlook. There's a great quote from Darren Hardy and he said that you should never take advice from people you wouldn't trade places with. Well, when you become super clear on your future self, you can then begin to identify mentors, teachers, trainers who can give you the information you need to get there. Once you get super clear on your goal, you can then begin to identify teachers, mentors, trainers who can help you get there. As the saying goes, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Why is that fact true? The teacher had always been there, but you didn't notice the teacher because you weren't selectively attending to that. You hadn't trained your mind to see it. All around you, there are brilliant opportunities, but you don't see any of them because you're not paying attention. You're not selectively attending to them. You don't notice them. You've blocked them out and you're not paying attention to them. What you're paying attention to is what you're seeing and what you're focusing on right now. There's a great parable I learned from Joe Polish. He said that people are always walking past the gold and silver coins because they're just looking for bronze coins. They're looking for the small coins. And so that's all that they see. But once you get super clear in your goal, once you're explicit about it, once you start studying it and looking for it, then teachers are going to appear. You're going to start finding the right books, finding the right teachers. Another thing you want to do is ultimately affirm it before and after you go to sleep. Right before you go to sleep, the last thing you do ultimately sets your subconscious tone. Billy Kidd, who was a famous Olympic skier, said that the last three turns of a ski run are the most important because the last three turns ultimately set your subconscious pattern. When you're going up the chairlift, your subconscious is processing into the long-term memory the last three turns you made. Well, that's true of your night. Right before you go to bed, the last thing you do is ultimately going to set your subconscious baseline. That's why Thomas Edison, the famous inventor, said, never go to bed without a request to your subconscious. Ultimately, what you think about and how you end your day creates your subconscious pattern. Well, what you do first thing in the morning also sets the stage. What you do first thing in the morning determines ultimately what kind of person you're going to be. So if you wake up and you've designed an environment so that you're reminded of your future self... You've got goals written down. Maybe you've got pictures of your future self. You go to the right environment. You start journaling about your future self. Then you're literally training your brain to see what you wanted to see. Dan Sullivan, the founder of Strategic Coach, who's the number one entrepreneurial coach in the world, he's written this little book. There's actually a link down to it below. It's a free ebook. It's called Wanting What You Want. One of the things that Dan learned and what he did actually was is he ended up getting divorced and went bankrupt the same day. It was a terrible day back in the late 1970s, I believe 1978. And he realized he'd been training himself to want the wrong thing. He actually had created all of the problems in his life. And so then he started a journaling practice for 25 years where he just wrote down what he wanted. And he didn't justify what he wanted. He just wrote down what he wanted over and over and over again. And looking back on all of his old journals, he's created everything he wanted in his life. And that's why he said you should become a really good wanter. If you're someone who wants something, then you can go and get it because you want it. But if you've trained yourself to think, well, I need this thing, then you don't really want it. And that's a bad energy and a bad mindset. You ultimately want to just train yourself to want what you want, to get what you want, and to focus on what you want. And you do that by being clear about it, by writing it down, by telling people about it, by taking action on it, by studying it. And ultimately what you're going to start doing is you're going to start seeing it everywhere. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Just as an example, one of the things I'm really focused on right now is growing my net worth and wanting to learn more and more about investing and real estate and stuff like that. And so all of a sudden now, I'm studying the heck out of it. I'm learning about it. One of my good friends, Nate Lambert, he wanted to get really healthy. And so he stopped consuming sugar, refined sugar, and he started studying health. He started reading all sorts of good books. He started getting a health coach. He started getting 
a gym membership and stuff. And all of a sudden, his worldview shaped around his goal. He started to focus on and create what he wanted. And that's what we're all doing right now. Whatever you're focused on, you've trained yourself to focus on that. Whatever you're focused on right now, it's because you've trained yourself to want that thing. Even if you don't want it. A lot of people, they want what's bad for them. Like sometimes my little kids, they argue because they want to get in arguments. That's just what they've trained themselves to want. That's what they train themselves to see. There's a really final important concept as it relates to this. I love the quote, what you focus on expands. So Dan Sullivan, he talks about the gap and the gain. And one of the things you want to ultimately focus on is the gains. The gains are what you've accomplished and the gains are what other people around you have accomplished. Some people, they're literally focused on the gap. And the gap is the distance between where you're at right now and your ideal. So as an example with my son, my son Caleb's 13 years old and I'm in the gap if, if the only thing I see about Caleb is what's wrong with him. Like if he, let's just say he got four A's and one B. I'm in the gap if I just only see that B and I'm like, why didn't you get that A, okay? But instead, if I just focused on the actual progress he made, then I can realize he's actually grown enormously. There's been huge gains between his current self and his former self. And so one of the things you want to ultimately do is train yourself to be in what Dan would call the gain, to focus on the growth you've had, to see the progress you've made. That helps you believe that more change is possible. It gives you hope. It gives you confidence. It gives you happiness. So those are some ways that you can ultimately retrain your subconscious. You can retrain your mind. Whatever you're seeing right now, whatever's coming at you, it's because you've trained yourself to see it, to pay attention to it. And so the only way for you to retrain that is to be very explicit about what you want, to begin removing the inputs that are distractions and to begin pulling in more inputs that are what you want. So if you want to become wealthier, if you want to become fit, you want to ultimately consume more input because your input shapes your outlook. You want to write about it. You want to be explicit about it. You want to start acting towards it. And as you do that, you're ultimately training your identity to start seeing that thing. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in, and get immediate access to all the goodies. The one-page Future Self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it. The full Future Self course and other goodies, such as my Peak State Checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times, and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking. Go to futureself.com, get those free goodies, and until next time, Be your future self now. Talk to you soon.